In this episode of the Anatomy on the Go podcast, you will learn a little bit more about the brachial plexus, including what spinal cord levels are involved in the innervation. What does that mean, dude? Stay tuned to find out. Welcome to the Anatomy on the Go podcast, episode 40. Way back in episode 7, you learned about the idea of a nerve plexus and how it's a network of nerves. In our body, we have a plexus that serves the upper limb called the brachial plexus. We also have one that serves the lower limb called the lumbosacral plexus. Today, we are going to take a deeper dive and look at the brachial plexus, what nerves are there and what the nerves do. For both the spinal cord and the brachial plexus, you're going to want to draw this out a few times. Try to draw it from memory, and you'll get better and better at it. Let's first take a brief look at the spinal cord, and then we'll go forward and look at the brachial plexus itself. Today, we will do a really simple look at the spinal cord. Let's start in the middle of the spinal cord. The spinal cord has cell bodies and axons. The cell bodies make up the gray matter of the spinal cord. We have gray matter that is called the anterior horn, motor information, and gray matter that is the posterior horn, sensory information. Now, as we move to the side of the spinal cord, that is laterally, the anterior root is taking information away from the spinal cord to muscles. The posterior root is bringing sensory information back to the spinal cord. Let's move further to the side, further laterally. There we define the spinal nerve. It contains both sensory and motor information. The information is just moving in different directions. The spinal nerve then has an anterior ramus, a.k.a. branch, and a posterior ramus. Anterior rami innervate the trunk and the limbs, both muscular and cutaneous, that is skin innervation. We're going to use the term innervate throughout. The innervation of something, whether it be muscle or skin, uh, that is the cutaneous innervation, of course, is the nerve that makes a connection to either stimulate a muscle to contract or to gather sensory information. Now then, posterior rami innervate deep muscles of the back and the skin of the back. So with respect to the brachial plexus, we're talking about anterior rami of cord levels C5 through T1, so cervical 5 through thoracic 1. So that would include, therefore, cervical 5, 6, 7, 8, and then T1. And so with respect to the brachial plexus, what we're talking about here are roots, trunks, divisions, cords, and branches. So the roots there are C5 through T1, and then as you move distally away from where the brachial plexus begins at the root level, then we have then the, the most distal is the branches. Now you could use the mnemonic that has been used before, Randy tries drinking cold beer. But what you could do instead is simply just modify that or make a brand new mnemonic to help you remember uh, the order of the brachial plexus, roots, trunks, divisions, cords, and branches. So the roots, C5 through T1. And then those combine to form three distinct trunks, upper, middle, and lower. The upper consists of C5 and C6. Middle consists of root C7. And then lower, we're talking about roots C8 and T1. And then each trunk then divides into divisions, anterior and posterior. The anterior division is 
serving the flexor compartments. The posterior division is serving the extensor compartments. So with flexor compartments, I'm talking about anterior arm, for example, anterior forearm, posterior division, extensor compartments, that would be the posterior arm, triceps brachii, uh, and then also posterior forearm. And we'll get to more detail on the nerves that are served as well, or which nerves are serving which muscles. The divisions then blend to form cords. Posterior divisions form the posterior cord. That's C5 to T1. Anterior division, uh, divisions of the upper and middle trunks make up the lateral cord. So that's C5, C6, and C7. And then the anterior division of the lower trunk makes up the medial cord. We're talking about C8 and T1. So let's talk now about the branches of the brachial plexus. And so where they are coming from uh, on the brachial plexus and then what the innervation is, the muscular innervation and the cutaneous innervation. So here are the cords and branches. Posterior cord is supplying the axillary and radial nerves. The lateral cord is supplying the musculocutaneous and lateral root of the median nerve. And then the medial cord, that's the ulnar nerve and the medial root of the median nerve. And then we also have cutaneous innervation, and I'll get into a deeper dive with that here in just a few minutes. Axillary nerve, C5 and C6, from the posterior cord, deltoid muscle and teres minor innervation, and the skin above the deltoid muscle is also innervated. Radial nerve, cord level C5 to T1, innervates arm, forearm, and hand. It's from the posterior cord. It serves the extensor compartments, so posterior compartment of both the arm and the forearm, so triceps brachii innervation, as well as posterior compartment of the forearm, muscles like extensor digitorum, extensor carpi radialis longus and brevis, extensor carpi ulnaris. The cutaneous innervation is posterior arm, posterior forearm, and various parts of the hand, and we shall come back to the cutaneous innervation here in just a moment. Musculocutaneous nerve is cord level C5 and C6. It's from the lateral cord. It's involved in innervation for elbow flexion, muscles involved in elbow flexion. So this is the muscles of the anterior arm, and of course they have some other uh, uh, actions as well. But we're talking about biceps brachii, coracobrachialis, and brachialis. Also cutaneous innervation. We'll get into a deeper dive here in a moment as well for this one. Median nerve is C6 to T1. Most of the anterior form, thenar muscles, that is muscles that move the thumb. We're talking about sensation of the hand, so for cutaneous innervation. And it goes right through the carpal tunnel. Uh, a heard of or are familiar personally with carpal tunnel syndrome, where you have compression of the median nerve, then you can have atrophy of the thenar muscles, and then also loss of sensation associated with the thumb too. The ulnar nerve is cord levels C8 and T1. It's innervating the medial aspect of the anterior forearm as well as intrinsic muscles of the hand, and it provides cutaneous innervation. So here in a moment, we will take a more specific and deeper dive into cutaneous innervation. So for some of the nerves I've mentioned, I have given you specifics on what they're innervating with respect to the skin. But here in a moment, I'll go into more detail on that and kind of give you a paint a picture of the dermatome map and how the coverage, how you can kind of get a picture in your head about the coverage of, uh, with respect to cutaneous innervation. That's here in a moment. But before we get to that, let's talk about some other branches on the brachial plexus. The C5 root, and it innervates the rhomboids and the levator scapulae. You learned about that, those muscles in season two of the podcast. Long thoracic nerve is C5, C6, and C7 from those roots, and it serves, that is, innervates the serratus anterior. Uh, 
From the upper trunk, we have the suprascapular nerve, C5 and C6. This is going to take, uh, this is going to activate muscles supraspinatus and infraspinatus, two of the rotator cuff muscles, two of the four. Then we have a nerve called nerve to subclavius, C5. The easiest ner- nerve to remember its innervation is simply just named for the muscle that it's innervating, the subclavius muscle. Lateral core branch, we have lateral pectoral nerve, C5, C6, C7. It's going to innervate pectoralis major and pectoralis minor. And then medial cord branches, we have the medial pectoral nerve, which is C8 and T1, serving pectoralis major and minor that is innervating them. And then we have two key distinct uh, cutaneous nerves, and those are medial side of the arm, medial cutaneous nerve of the, of the arm, C8, T1. And then for medial side of the forearm, we have medial cutaneous nerve of the forearm, C8 and T1 as well. For posterior cord branches, we have the thoracodorsal nerve, C6, C7, C8, which innervates the latissimus dorsi, large sweeping back muscle. Upper and lower subscapular nerves, C5 and C6, innervating the subscapularis, one of the other rotator cuff muscles. And then lower subscapular nerve, which is innervating teres major. So these nerves that we talked about provide both muscular and cutaneous innervation. Go into a little bit more detail on the cutaneous here in a moment. And the innervation proceeds, so to speak, from proximal to distal. So what does that mean exactly? So proximally, the innervation comes from the superior parts or upper parts of the brachial plexus. So like C5, C6, C7. And then distally, the innervation comes from the inferior parts or lower parts of the brachial plexus. That is at the root level, at least. So like C8, T1. And so that's a general way to keep these all straight, although this isn't perfect, right? And especially when you throw in the cutaneous innervation, it becomes a little squishy. The best tip I can give you for the brachial plexus is to draw it out, draw the nerves starting with the roots, and then move to trunks, divisions, cores, and then lastly, the terminal branches, the nerves themselves. So for cutaneous innervation, you want to take a look at a dermatome map. Uh, it can be tricky, and, and there is some variation and even some overlap with the cutaneous innervation. A dermatome map is the innervation of a particular area of skin. So it's an afferent taking information back to the spinal cord. But first, before you consult a dermatome map, let me try to paint a little picture for you and, and your brain, and then you can go back and consult a dermatome map. So you're going to want to picture yourself as starting at the level of the shoulder on the thumb side, so laterally, and and picture the skin that is superficial to the deltoid muscle. That cutaneous innervation is served by the C5 root of the brachial plexus. Now move distally toward the elbow and around the elbow as we move distal to the elbow and, and around the elbow as well. This area is served by the C6 root. So we're talking about lateral forearm and lateral part of the hand. Then you move further distally and go into the hand. The middle of the hand is served by C7 root. Now then, as you move medially in the hand, you're you're going to be served by, that area is going to be served by uh, C8. And so we're talking about medial part of the hand and medial forearm. Then as you work your way, then back proximally. And then uh, as you move then proximal to the elbow, 
Um, we're talking about then a coverage or service by the T1 root. So the dermatome, therefore, with respect to the brachial plexus roots, uh, works its way from proximal to distal, lateral to medial, and then also then from distal back to proximal. And so we're talking about starting at C5, then working our way C6, C7, C8, and then T1. So let's talk in greater detail about particular areas and what nerves are serving these areas. So we could talk first here about the axillary nerve. This is serving the superior lateral arm. And so we're, the nerve, the very specific nerve, a branch of the axillary nerve is called the upper lateral cutaneous nerve of the arm. And it's serving the proximal arm and shoulder. Another nerve in this area is called the lower lateral cutaneous nerve of the arm. It also serves proximal arm, but a little bit more distal compared with the upper lateral cutaneous nerve of the arm. This nerve is a branch of the radial nerve. Now, if we talk about other coverage, other cutaneous innervation here, we could talk about the median nerve. This is serving the palm and the fingers for digits 1 through 3 and half of digits 4. This is anteriorly. And then the tips of the fingers of digits 1 through 4 posteriorly. So that one is a little trickier. And this is where an image comes in handy for the median nerve. The musculocutaneous nerve the cutaneous innervation, it's serving the lateral forearm. And the specific nerve, the branch of the musculocutaneous nerve, is called the lateral cutaneous nerve of the forearm. And so we're talking about C6 fibers here, radial side or lateral side of the forearm all the way to the wrist. Okay, let's chat about the radial nerve. The radial nerve innervates posterior arm about halfway down. This is called the posterior cutaneous nerve of the arm. It also serves the dorsum of the hand, except for the very tips, which are served by the median nerve. And it supplies the posterior cutaneous nerve of the forearm, also a branch of the radial nerve, C6, 7, and 8 fibers. And part of this coverage also encroaches on the territory of the medial cutaneous nerve of the forearm. Well, what about the ulnar nerve? The ulnar nerve innervates the medial surface of both the palm and the dorsum. For the palm, half of digit 4 is innervated by the ulnar nerve. The other half is innervated by the median nerve. And on the dorsum, a portion of the tip of digit 4 is innervated by the median nerve. Now before we finish up the cutaneous innervation for today, we need to add a couple more nerves into the mix. And so we need to talk about the innervation of the medial arm and the medial forearm. The medial side of the arm is innervated by the medial cutaneous nerve of the arm. And these are uh, C8, T1, innervation from those roots. Medial side of the forearm is innervated by medial cutaneous nerve of the forearm, also C8 and T1. The medial cutaneous nerve of the arm is also known as medial brachial cutaneous nerve because brachial or brachium refers to the arm. And then medial cutaneous nerve of the forearm is also known as medial antebrachial cutaneous nerve. Antebrachial or antebrachium refers to the forearm. So also note as we tie up loose ends here that when we talked about the innervation of the hand, we could get further specific and call these different distinct branches, palmar, dorsal, and digital branches of the median, radial, and ulnar nerves. So just uh, note that as you're studying these different cutaneous branches, cutaneous innervation that we find in the upper limb. So thanks for joining me in the podcast today as we started back into 
Season 4, and we talked about a somewhat challenging topic today in the brachial plexus. And so make sure you join me in the next episode where we talk about functional deficits. What What's going to happen if there's something wrong with certain roots in the brachial plexus? What about the muscular deficits? What about the anesthesia where we don't have as much sensation on certain parts of the skin? So we'll dive into that in further detail in episode 41. And if you haven't done so already, make sure to head to my website, anatomyonthego.com, hit subscribe, and I'll send you my free ebook, Preparing to Ace Anatomy. And as we close shop as well, hope you are hanging in there with respect to COVID-19 and how it has affected you, how it is currently affecting you. And uh, just all the best with, with all of that. So until the next episode drops, all the very best. Good luck with your studying. Have a great week. And I'll see you later.